You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 175. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable, get ready to be coached. I want to remind you as always that all of these episodes of Weight Loss Made Real are brought to you by the Freedom Group. That's my monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit and are ready to learn how to make more space for happiness in their life. And of course, you could learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Let's get started with your coaching session today. Today, we're going to talk about moods, why some moods stick around and others don't. So let's dive in. Welcome, my friends. I'm glad you're here. I am glad you're giving yourself this treat of a little mini coaching session just for you. I'm hoping that you are staying safe and that you're staying healthy. And now you're using this time as we get through this craziness of April 2020 to focus right now on what you want and to learn how to get yourself there, to learn how to manage your mind, to help you get through this big challenge that we're all in and come out the other end, a better version of you. So today we're talking about moods, why some might seem like they last forever, not literally, of course, but all day or for days at a time, and others seem to just move on. You get distracted or busy and you just kind of forget about your mood. And when you go back to think about it, it might be hard to even remember what it was all about. Has this ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me for sure. So why are we talking about moods today? Well, remember in our coaching sessions, when we talk about basic cognitive behavioral psychology, remember that we talk about something happening in the world and we all have a thought about it. And that thought leads us to have a feeling, an emotion. And our feelings or our emotions are what point us in the direction of the action we're going to take. And of course, our actions over and over again, give us our results. Now, your moods don't need to lead to your actions. They don't need to control your behavior. But when you're unaware of what's going on for you, you're going to feel something and you might feel compelled to act on it. That awareness of what's going on in your mind is what gives you the feeling that you have a choice. So if everything in your life right now, including your weight, is a result of you just acting on your moods without realizing it, it's good for you right now to learn about moods. Moods really affect everything for us and they help us create everything we have and do. So it's worth understanding what they are, 
where they come from, and what power we have over them. So let's answer this question first, okay? What is a mood? A feeling is the experience that you have from what you're thinking. You're feeling the thought that's in your mind through your body. And I look at emotion as pretty much the same as a feeling. I use these two words interchangeably. So that's feeling and emotion. A mood is when you have an emotion over a period of time. And a feeling is a shorter episode of emotion that has really distinct characteristics to it. Like you just know that you're feeling sad or you're feeling happy or you're feeling anxiety. There's a great book that I like called The Happiness Trap by Russ Harris. And it's a book about happiness and moods. And he explains it well. I will put a link to this book in the show notes. He says, a bad mood is kind of like an overcast day, but a feeling of anger or anxiety or any feeling is more like a thunderstorm or a brief rain shower. So one hangs around and one is quick. You have a thought about something and it elicits a feeling in you. Some things we think about and we're just neutral about them. We're always experiencing some emotion because we're always having thoughts go through our minds. But many times what we're feeling may not be strong enough for us to be able to describe it. That's when someone says to you, how are you? And we say, fine, meaning we're just neutral. Sometimes there's no strong feeling. Like when you think something like, hmm, I need to do the laundry soon. Some things we think about and we feel good about, like, wow, I totally finished organizing my closet. I'm so glad it's done. Or I'm so proud of myself. I stopped eating when my body was full. Notice how good some feelings are and how some just feel neutral. And remember, you've heard me talk about this before, that if you feel good or if you feel neutral about something, it's not the thing, it's what you're thinking about it. I hope you're following me here. After the good feelings, after the neutral feelings, there are some things we think about and we feel negative about. Like, darn, why did I just eat those cookies when I wasn't hungry? That's our thought and our feeling may be disappointment or frustration or confusion. Your moods could range from minor to really, really strong. Since they affect your life so much, I want you to become more aware of them. One of the ways to do that is to be able to name them. That allows you to step back and see what's happening to you in your mind so that you don't just react without a thought. Stepping back puts you more in the driver's seat with your moods. You feel them and then you step back and name them. And you could even step further back and see what you were thinking that created that feeling or that mood. What I'd like you to do now is think about your typical moods, how you feel on most days. This is actually a lesson that we do in the Freedom Group, and it's called Habitual Moods. If I called you up, or I texted you 10 times this week, and each time I said, how do you feel right now, emotionally, you'd have a bunch of different answers. In any given moment, you might have a different feeling. But overall, if we looked at your whole week, there would be certain patterns. Maybe you start your day out feeling pretty good, confident, positive, optimistic. And as the day goes on, your mood might get lower. 
because you're dealing with all kinds of things that come your way and you're thinking about those things in different ways. And depending on how good you are at managing yourself, you're going to have different moods. If you're not aware of what's going on in your mind, you're going to be reacting all over the place. You'll be finding yourself in moods that are actually pretty predictable if you thought about it. But without looking at the moods and what causes them, you'd be likely to think, they just came upon you and you have no choice. You might believe right now as we're talking that your moods just happen to you. Someone says something and you always feel hurt or bad. Someone does something and you feel rejected. Something happens in the world and you feel fear. So much happens around you and you react to it without seeing that in between you seeing or hearing that thing, there's a space before you react and that's where you have control. Now, mostly, most of us, we don't notice that space. We practice our typical habitual moods and we slip into them pretty effortlessly, like that comfy pair of jeans or even better, yoga pants. But this can be dangerous because after we react to those things and we create a mood, then we typically act on our moods. So shouldn't we be paying a little more attention to our moods? Let's step back again and talk about what purpose your moods have. Your moods, as we said earlier, are how you experience your thinking. Think about that. Your moods are how you experience what's going on in your mind. You have thoughts and then you have your moods. Your moods are your reactions to your thoughts. They're signals to you about what's going on in your mind, and then they can lead to what you do. And what you do, as you know, leads to what you get, to your results in your life. So if there are areas in your life where you don't love what you have, or you don't love what you're doing, if you don't love what you weigh, and you don't love how you're eating, and you don't love all the drama that you have around food and eating, I want you to know that the good news is those results you don't love come from what you do, right? And those things that you do come from what you feel. And what you feel comes from how you think. Notice that I want you to see the connection so that you could take responsibility for what's going on in your mind and for what you're focusing on. And remember, responsibility, as you know, is not blame. So what happens when you pay attention to your moods? You put yourself in the driver's seat in terms of what you're able to do. And this includes being able to change old habits and old patterns. As you look for clues about your thoughts, you get to know yourself on a deeper level. You understand better why you do what you do and why it's hard to stop doing things, even things that you don't want to be doing. You can have a feeling and not act on it. Imagine that. You can feel angry and not act out on the person you're angry with. If you're aware of what you're thinking and feeling, and you could see the connection and you see where it can lead. But what if you don't have this awareness? What if you don't see the connection? What happens when you let that mood determine what you do without being mindful of what's happening? It's hard to get yourself to do things if your feelings oppose 
what you want to do. If you want to stop eating when your body doesn't need any more food because you want to become a natural eater, I'm guessing that you want to feel determined, right? But if you think that you've never been able to do this and you probably never will, those kinds of thoughts make you feel pessimistic. They make you feel defeated. And then it will be super hard to get yourself to stop eating when you've had enough. When your moods lead to what you do, as they do for most of us, you sometimes do get what you want. But if you're not aware of all these important connections, what leads to what? What you end up with may be far from what you want. You are the center of your inner world. Your moods influence your relationships with other people. Your success or lack of success in all kinds of areas, including your eating and your weight, are usually a result of the mood that you're in most of the time. If you're constantly in a negative mood and you've linked food together with mood, meaning you eat so that you can get yourself in a better mood, is that you? Then that familiar negative state is going to make you into an emotional eater. Whenever you want to feel better, you will eat and temporarily you'll diffuse your bad mood. It won't really go away. It will quiet down. Remember that bad mood came from your thinking. So once the pleasure of whatever you ate is over, the old thoughts are still there and your mood will come back. I want you to step back and look at your life, look at your eating, look at your weight. If you're an emotional eater with a long practiced habit, it's pretty likely that you will have a bunch of extra weight. The worse you feel, the more you'll want to eat. The more you overeat, the more weight you gain. The more weight you gain, the more defeated you feel. The more defeated you feel and confused and ashamed, you guessed it, the more you will want to eat. Your moods can determine your actions. And that's why it's so important to understand where your moods come from and how you could step back and see them without eating. If you don't understand what created the mood you're in, you're going to feel helpless to the workings of your brain, hoping you'll feel better and hating where you are in the moment. And the moods that you react to the most and focused on the most are the ones that will have the biggest place in your emotional life. Those moods that you give the most attention to, they stay around longer where you might be feeling all kinds of emotions during the course of a day. And if you don't make each one mean anything or everything, then it will just pass, just like the weather. I want you to be able to see where your moods come from and accept that as a living human with a human brain, you're going to have a whole range of feelings. And that's okay. They will pass if you don't latch on to them and know that you don't have to act on them. You can begin practicing creating your moods on purpose, and you can also let moods that come upon you from your thinking blow by just like the wind and not necessarily attach to them. Can you loosen a mood when it happens or are you stuck with it? Well, you're only stuck with a mood if you are stuck with your thoughts. Remember, you're the creator here. You don't have to be stuck with your thoughts. 
On the other hand, you don't have to be in a good mood all the time to be a natural eater, eating from hunger, not moods. Sometimes something happens and we want to feel the feeling. We need to practice being able to feel negative feelings without running to escape from them. You know that listening to me and listening to these coaching sessions is just part of your solution. Another part is taking action. So here's what I want you to focus on this week. I want you to start a little journal, nothing fancy, just start noticing and tracking your moods. Pretend that I'm texting you a few times a day. And just like I might ask you, I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel? Some of you are checking in a few times a day and checking in with your hunger. This is just like that, but it's checking in with a feeling. So we're not talking about a physical feeling like being tired or weak or energetic. We're talking about taking your emotional temperature. And I want you to come up with one word each time you ask the question, what am I feeling right now? Get that one word answer and think, okay, here's how I feel. What do I feel like doing now? Just ask and notice how that feeling, whatever it is, it's like a subtle suggestion to you to take some kind of action. It may be an action that makes sense, like take a walk, lie down, call a friend, or it may be just a habitual suggestion, like let's go to the kitchen, let's have some ice cream, let's get a snack, but there's no real hunger there. So I want you to start seeing the connections that you're making. You think something, you feel something, and you want to do something as a result. And you know, we will talk more about this down the road. I want to share with you that there's something that I'm creating for you that will help you if you are a stress eater. If you grab something to eat when you feel pressure or anxiety or worry or any emotion that you consider stressful, you're going to love what's coming soon. More about that next week. Okay, my friend, that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about, you know what you're going to focus on, and you know what your action step is, right? Thank you for choosing to be here and make listening to these short coaching sessions a part of your day. If you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level and you're not yet in the Freedom Group, then join me in my free Facebook group where we talk about the podcast. And I help you take the action step that we talk about here each week. The link to the group is in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and look for the Weight Loss Made Real group, the same name as the podcast. You're going to be asked a couple of quick questions, and then we will get you in that group. I hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and general overeating and stress eating until they all become something that you used to do. We know that's your goal. So for now, this is your coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. 